Welcome to the Asian, it's the Asian, Asian show. I found the goddamn gray hair, man. For June 10th, 2020, how's it going, everybody? I found the gray hair this past weekend for the first time in my life. And go, what? How do you not have a gray hair all this time? I had my gray hair since I was fucking 10. So I don't know, I never had it. I guess I was not stressed out enough. <laughs> and then I, if, if my questioning of mortality and all that during the time of the pandemic work from home, confinement, house arrest, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, it hasn't bothered me enough. I just like start asking all this and then like I see a gray hair. I just go, oh fuck, oh fuck. I'm, the, I'm really one day close to dying. <laughs> I tested negative for the virus, but then I was just like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. And it makes me even more goddamn paranoid with the ongoing fucking protests and uh, all that shit you know pitchforks are out like i said last week and then the the even more outrageous buffoonery that's been going on is like people buying sh- stocks i mean i i finally come to a realization that that, that we, we had this pitchfork coming out people throwing shit on the wall basically on robin hood app and the investment um, you know, people shooting their shots in the shits, basically, out of fucking desperation. It's no different from fucking people looting. I just go like, well, why are you looting? I was like, I don't know, because people need fucking Air Jordans, because everyone's fucking desperate and pent up and shit. <laughs> and then I see that, like, people are buying Hertz and JCPenney, Pier 1 Imports, every single company that went bankrupt and about to be delisted from the uh, NYSC and whatever listing they're on. And Hertz went up 888% that I read last night, uh, a couple nights ago. You know, like it, at one point it was at like $6.40 after hours trading on Monday night. Uh, and just only three weeks ago or so, two and a half weeks ago, the thing was at $0.70 cents and Carl Icahn, who spent $2, million, uh, $2 billion to buy this thing, just sold everything off and lost $1.96 billion. And all the executives sold their shares at like 78 cents a share and all that shit. And for some fucking reason, all these like option callers and all these people started popping out. And this thing popped way above a dollar. And then, I mean, it kind of died down today because everyone's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? These companies are bankrupt. They're going out of business. They're selling their fucking fleet of cars. They're selling... If you want to buy a cheap-ass Corvette, you know, the C7, go buy it from Hertz. They started that two weeks ago. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then everyone's like fucking buying calls and puts in shit left and right. I just go, holy fucking balls. What the fuck is going on? And then also the V-shaped recovery has apparently happened as a Monday. Yep, all the losses you know, that we saw in 2020 have been wiped. It's over, guys. It's over. Virus is over. Go out there. You know, economy has recovered. And then I just go like, where the fuck is my deferred pay then? You know, it was like it was all the dream. Like Trump said it last week too. You know, it's like this economic downturn was artificial. George Floyd looking down on us. You know, with a job number, for some fucking reason, the job number said uh, 2.4 million jobs were created uh, when people were expecting, uh, we're going to be close to like 20% unemployment rate. But instead, it went from like 14.3% to 13.3%. Everyone goes, what the fuck? How are the jobs created? And then, you know, there's some corrected numbers and all those that are going to come. Everyone's declaring victory. But the god-awful bubbling of the market is awfully happening. And then, you know, even with the herds, I... I, there are a multitude of people doing this shit. Yes, there are those YOLO people out there. 
that you see on Wall Street bets. The autistic ones, you know, the attendees and shit. And then Carl Icahn bought high, sold low. So how is he so different from any of us, you know, doing this shit? Um, and at the Hertz, I look further and further. You know, there, there's actually uh, around the time Hertz declared the bankruptcy and everything. Uh, what the fuck did the feds call it? The secondary market, blah, 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 something by. Uh, but basically, ever since the Federal Reserve of America decided to, you know, they said, we're going to have the bazookas out. We're going to have everything ready. And, you know, obviously, they used the BlackRock, Vanguard, and all those established uh, hedge funds, whatever the fuck you want to call them. It's the same shit they did in the 2008, 2009. And they decided that they're going to buy all the bond ETFs. So they don't directly go buy the bonds from the corporations or the government and all that. They decide to go through the Vanguard, whatever, iShare, whatever, all that shit. Goldman Sachs, Jeffries, Morgan, blah, 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 blah. And then they bought, uh, they had to disclose their positions. And... Uh, they bought stuff like the Fallen Angel, which is basically shitty ass Fallen Angel, no longer a reliable debt payer uh, ETF. HYG, which is the iShares iBox High Yield Corporate Bond ETF. Uh, yeah, and then uh, turns out the HYG uh, bought a whole bunch of JCPenney, Neiman Marcus, and Hertz junk bonds. You know, hey, these companies are bankrupt. Neiman Marcus declared bankruptcy in April after they said we can't pay our fucking bond, the debt, you know? So, all right. But these these ETFs and firms bought it, and then in turn, Federal Reserve bought them. And this is as of May 19, 2020. God, they bought like, what, how many here? Four, 15? 15 or so ETFs, the bond ETFs, not the stock ETFs, like the SPY, S&P index or something. They spent about $1.3 billion in total of your taxpayer money on buying bond ETFs, the investment grade, uh, junk grade, intermediate term, all the corporate bonds, basically, you know, so, you know, what, you go like, wait, what do you mean bond, issue a bond? So either you offer stock, or you borrow money. In order to borrow money, you issue the corporate bond. Uh, Tesla does this. Uh, Microsoft did this even in 2009 when they, at the time, had $22 billion in cash. They still said, all right, we're going to raise money by refinancing ourselves and just hoard cash, hoard cash. And then in the meantime, we'll keep paying. AT&T does this. They kept refinancing themselves over and over and over, you know, with the interest raping dog shit as i said many times refinance refinance tesla does this apple does this every company does this it's like is that a bad thing no not necessarily uh obviously you can write off the interest blah 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 simple accounting but the fact that like companies like microsoft you know they're like dude you had 22 billion dollars in cash and you wanted to get more cash you know while you were paying your debt you know and then 10 years later, because I saw that Bloomberg video from 2009, I happened to stumble upon it. I just go, oh, yeah, what happened in the last downturn? And then, like, Microsoft started issuing another, you know, corporate bonds uh, despite having $22 billion of free cash flow. And now they have $55 billion. 
55 billion dollars in cash so 10 years they more than double their you know cash in hand of course a lot of them in ireland and all that stuff but i just go like dude where where, where why why are we keep why are we keep adding to the debt they don't really need then keep doing this it's just a fucking accounting tactic left and right and for fuck's sakes and i mean every economist warned this is like yo where does the fed stop here they bought bond etfs they're gonna buy the stock etfs they're gonna buy spy and do all that shit and on top of that all these people who have robin hood app robin hood robin hood robin hood app just starts going day trading nuts basically gambling there's money away because everybody's fucking desperate and then these are the same fucking pitchforks i would say you know the wall street bets the fucking subreddit there you know the 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 so-called autistic autistic people you know these people need fucking vaccine you know but robin hood in general even without wall street bets was like doing people are just like buying stock just looking at the shares the tendency that i see oh dividend ratio oh and the stock share i go like People are snatching up on Ford when this pandemic started happening. I just go, like, what? Why are you buying Ford? You know? Oh, they got a good dividend ratio, and then yeah, yeah, but the dividend is gonna be suspended. It's like it looks cheap. It looks four dollars. I'll buy it. And they buy more airlines and stuff. Also, buy like American and United Airlines. America might go bankrupt again. They were bankrupt 2008 and they're going to they might they're highly likely to go bankrupt compared to Delta, Southwest and those guys. And people still buy them. It's like, "Oh, they're cheap." Well, I'm just like you're just looking at the pr- the price of the share and buying this shit. And every known well investor out there are like, "What the fuck? Everyone's hoarding cash." And yes, there's some investments short-term people are making. I decided not to. Because I already cashed out and paid off my goddamn mortgage and everything. And whatever I put in now, you know, not knowing that there would be a V-shaped bullshit going on right now. I didn't think this would be an easy recovery for two, three years minimum. And CBO, Congressional Budget Office, said the economy overall recovery might take up to 10 years. You know, I that report from a bipartisan report came out. And nah, nah, fuck that, fuck that. Fed got this. They got their bazooka and shit. And then people are just throwing money at this. All these puts I see, people are buying. Everybody bought puts anticipating the downturn. Now everybody's buying calls. Some people bought calls and made money. I just go like, dude, way people are like fucking trading on Robinhood and all that shit. I don't understand these CNBC knuckleheads if they're not knuckleheads already. You know, like the usual Kramer and those guys. Oh, what are the millennials buying? I'll just go. I don't think this is just a millennial thing. There's some batshit people just throwing money. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like we don't. We're not even done quarter two. We don't even like. We we know what the milestone months are. Like end of July, and sometime August for all the quarter second quarter report, job numbers, unemployment rate, uh, G- official GDP. Although some people, you know. Uh, declaring recession already in uh, September for all the airlines and all these like bailed out companies they're paying you know people the six months that they got like October 1st is a big day here November with the election are a big day so there are some turbulent uh, days ahead yet this V recovery happened 
and people are just throwing shit and then go, I, I don't know who's investing on all this. I don't know who's investing on all this. The desperate people. That's what the fuck is going on here. It's no different. This is the digital looting. You know? It was like, oh, they made $1,500 in less than 24 hours betting on a beaten down airline stock. It's like, yeah, this is exact fucking gambling. This, this is exact gambling. This ain't an investment. And people forget that, especially after getting the... You know, the stimulus check and everything. They say, oh, I turned my sister's stimulus check into nearly $10,000. Well, when did you get your stimulus check and the fucking money? You only did this for at most three months. So, which means it's less than a year. You have to pay your tax on a fucking short-term capital gains anyway. And people won't, don't realize this. And I just go, way people are trading gambling like this. I mean, it, it, it just... Uh, I, I, I end up just going, you know what? This is a byproduct of rest of you rich motherfuckers hoarding cash, made all the fucking money, so we're making it now. This is our way out. This is our way out. This is no different from buying a lottery. This is no different from trying to go viral on Instagram. I mean, this is just the perpetual behavior of this. I don't understand the market. You fucking understand the market. You just don't want to admit it. Which gets me to the point of the rest of the corporations, you know, with all the Black Lives Matter and all that stuff that's been going on. Like, I, I keep saying, I kept saying last week, this is beyond the racial injustice system that we have gotten, you know, in our place. Uh, which I would call, especially since the smartphone started picking up, smartphone era, 2010 and on, when the citizens are able to record every single thing out there, including the police. And Trayvon Martin and on, I kept saying over and over. And in order to fix the problem, I don't want justice to end at a police brutality and uh, overly misspending the government money and tax money into our police forces. And actually, Black Lives Matter, if you go to their About website, you know, if you get through the rest of the page, we're proudly black and all that stuff. They say we're to fight inequality in extension to all races and they want to address the overall problem that all the stuff economical educational social medical blah 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 all those that i talked about but obviously all the mainstream media whether it's cnn or fox news msnbc facebook aggregating this shit they just want to see the goddamn race war and then they want to argument simple and the corporations covering their goddamn asses left and right are coming out with vanilla statements, like I said last week. I said, what? Uh, Apple with Tim Cook last week? And, you know, I see more of that this past weekend, and I call this shit out. Like Microsoft, the company I mentioned earlier, who has raised their cash $55 billion from $22 billion in the last downturn. Satya Nadella said, worry, we're gonna, he's going to personally look into his view how he views race and stuff. All right, great. But then the company will also donate $250,000 to like six different organizations each and match the employee donations. I just go 250000 and six organizations. That's like one and a half million with a company that has $55 billion in cash. Dude, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, and Blake Lively just donated $200,000 for one of those six organizations on their own, two people. And a company with $55 billion are just going to say, we're going to start at quarter million dollars? Dude, Deadpool does way better. What the fuck? 
I mean, whatever the employees match, I just go, dude, that's all you can do. And then, you know, the, I, I remember from all the shareholder meetings, and he's like, anything related to diversity, representation, employee rights, they just like recommend, you know, to the shareholders in the annual meetings, we recommend against. Not even abstain, not even for. They say, no, do not bring in any diversity or employee representation discussion in our board meeting. And I, I voted with what, whatever tiny number of shares, you know, for. But then it turns out it doesn't even go through because it doesn't even have enough for or against votes because people just skip voting that shit. So I was like, oh, yeah, it doesn't meet the 30% threshold, so we don't even talk about it. And then now you come back and be like you're for black people and the visible minorities and try to be more inclusive and shit. Give me a fucking break. Amazon is the same thing. You know, they knocked down 11 initiatives at the share at the shareholder meetings that they brought up climate change, data privacy, police and military technology, the Amazon Web Services was just selling. And I just and then Jeff Bezos comes out Monday, you know, posting this thing about this racist customer who throws N word and say, Jeff, why are you supporting BLM? Fuck those N words or whatever. And say, I'm glad to lose you as a customer. Dude, you sold all the fucking police tech shit through Ring Video Doorbell. You're snitching out all the video surveillance. You're giving all your machine learning, deep learning technology that you built up, the Amazon Web Services and everything, to the government, and you didn't get the contract. Microsoft got it, the Pentagon deal and shit. You're selling all these technologies, and then you also have a face recognition technology that is 92% accurate. The 8% large margin of error could not tell the difference between a black congressman women headshot to a goddamn mugshot. And you sold this shit, including a place like here in Detroit, I believe, because Detroit got the face recognition technology and they fought about it. And then you're coming back playing higher than thou, not to mention rest of the employee situation with the COVID, you know, in your fulfillment, fulfillment centers and warehouses. I, I just like, I'm flabbergasted at this shit. And so on and so forth. I just like, I, I cannot believe the hypocrisy, all these fucking, all these CEOs coming out of the woodwork talking about the... Black people's rights, Black Lives Matter. Where the fuck were you two years ago? NFL coming out. Drew Brees puts his foot in his mouth again. I mean, go back to my first episode of this fucking show. I cannot believe that Kaepernick noise argument that people are throwing with false sense of patriotism. I mentioned Drew Brees in that episode too. The very first episode that I started recording this shit has come to this. And then his agent couldn't fucking take it. Probably, allegedly, I'm just guessing, so that... You know what, Drew Brees' image is really bad right now, so Drew's wife, Mrs. Brees, can you go speak the sense that Drew cannot speak right now because he's an idiot? I mean, he. everybody posts this, like, black block, blackout Tuesday last week. Like, that's gonna make a fucking difference. Like, I, I didn't even bother. I don't even bother putting this shit because it's so stupid. Like, I keep saying, I cannot vote. I cannot run. So, all I can say is vent like I'm doing right now. Call out the bullshit. 
and you gotta go vote. Whatever happens, it needs a leadership. I cannot run. I cannot vote. So somebody has to run. Joe Biden, shut the fuck up. But Joe Biden and Bernie, or whoever, is not it. That's just at a national level and an executive branch. You need to fix this at a local level, municipal, county, city, state, state house. God, majority of the state houses, the state representation, even with a Democratic governor, is run by Republican state senators and representatives. I like you, this needs to be done at every level, and not to mention all the police union and all that stuff. Even Minneapolis police chief tried to fix it, and then it's so systematically broken and corrupted that he couldn't do it. People who mean well cannot do it either. And defund police, that really means reinvest the police. And that's like $1.3 billion Jerome Powell just spent. I just go, well, that could have been spent on some fucking education or some other fucking baseball stadium in Florida. And speaking of which, coming back to Detroit locally here, it, it, it just amazed me. Amazed me. Yeah, it fucking blew my mind. Nine CEOs came up, including my company CEO, Mary Barra, uh, Bill Ford, and then uh, FCA guy. And then one of the guys that was at the nine executives uh, representing Detroit wanted to speak out against the racial inequality and injustice. One of the guys that stood there was Chris Illich from the Illich Holdings of Little Caesars Pizza, who owned the Detroit Tigers and the Red Wings and the Little Caesars Arena and rest of the Olympia Entertainment. If they did not... Like, I just go, what the fuck is he doing there? I, out of all of them, I got mad at him the most. Because I just go, the Illich family has a fucking gall to show up on here when that family has done nothing the last 15, 20 years to deliver through the affordable housing that many black Americans in the city of Detroit cannot get. Near the arena in Midtown, downtown, Court Town, keep building parking lots. Ever since I moved here, after building the Little Caesars Arena that replaced the uh, Joe Louis Arena with $600 million of the city debt that they raised, and that, yes, they, they converted that into private debt or whatever. And then you, you build, you surround the arena with parking lots and no affordable houses or any of that shit. And you go and buy more empty lands in Corktown, where the old Tiger Stadium used to be. And you allowed the Illich family, the owners of the fucking arena that you built on the back of the taxpayers' money, offer that to be the holding place for all the protesters when this whole George Floyd protest, riot, looting, whatever you want to call it, started happening. The first Sunday that I talked about last week, 100 people got arrested the Sunday of the first weekend of the protest. And they started routing people over there. You know, because the TCF Center down here, the old Kobo Arena, is still being purposed as a COVID uh, hospital, the temporary hospital, in case this gets open again. You offer your arena... To be the holding cell to streamline the arrests. And also, you don't do jack shit around the neighborhood. I give Dan Gilbert more credit through the bedrock, despite his terrible font usage. 
you pull all that shit and you have the gall to show up here and say, I'm here for racial equality. Give me a fucking break. I'll be embarrassed to show up. And you watch CNBC and rest of it. And you see like, oh, now CNBC, Bloomberg start having minority executives show up. Like CNBC actually gave a shit. And you get, you get some Philip Morris, the tobacco company CEO come out talking. I just go, uh-huh, tobacco company, who's next? Who's fucking this? BP oil company? Yeah, you know, infecting Louisiana? And they still haven't cleaned that shit up? You're going to come out and say, we're, we're for the Black Lives Matter. What? Oil company? What? 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 What the fuck? You're marginalizing the Gulf Coast. <laughs> this is unfucking believable. And same for the fucking politicians and everybody coming out just saying Black Lives Matter. It's like companies, I mean individually, even Tim Cook, Satya Nadella, Randall Stevenson, the CEO and chairman of AT&T who's going out, is outgoing at this point. I mean, even he had a viral video from, what was it, 2016 about understanding what it takes, how it is different to raise a black child versus a white child. I can't believe a dude from Oklahoma took this long to learn it, but apparently his video went viral. And yeah, and individually, all these people mean very well, but they were doing nothing. Jeff Bezos also doing nothing, standing by when the shit was really going down and happening, and you... Mar- you work on the back of these marginalized people, underpaid, underbenefited people, and you have the gall to come out and say you support the racial equality. I don't buy it. And some companies admit it, like Dollar Shave Club or something, Uber. But, you know, they just put out, in my opinion, very posturing fucking act. Like Uber Eats and maybe it was DoorDash also saying, oh, we're going to forego delivery fees on black businesses dude this isn't just black people hispanic people get arrested too what about the asian business what about other people who got shafted from the current economic conditions i i i i I don't get it what does that solve like people just throwing money like i'm gonna donate this much money to this organization i i'm sorry like it's no different from als fucking ice bucket challenge what do we solve ALS? It, brought, it, it gave the highest ever fundraising calendar year, fiscal year for the ALS organization. I'm not picking on ALS. I mean, it is a disease also. All disease matter. But I just go, people, do people give a shit about ALS? The Lou Gehrig's disease? It's utterly sad. And I'm just like, do we fix that? No, we didn't fix a goddamn problem. We didn't find a cure. Yes, we gave a economical leverage. I don't buy any of this shit. Only corporation that I could really buy into and believe in is really Ben and Jerry's. Because I remember Ben and Jerry's in 2010 when Occupy Wall Street movement was going on. They were giving out ice cream for free. And also, like, when this Black Lives Matter started picking up even more and more and more, they started yelling out more and more and more, like all the protesters and stuff. So, other than them, Ben and Jerry's is a Bernie Sanders, Jimmy Carter of the corporations at this point rest of them i just go you're not gonna you're not you haven't solved this yet show me how you're actually gonna change the problem and take a legitimate stand instead of just throwing a goddamn money having a pointless fucking press conference 
and all that posturing social media emailing bullshit. I got so many of these fucking emails that I just read it. And some of them, like Dollar Shave Clubs, like we got work to do. This is not enough. A note from Best Buy. We'll do better. Like, hey, pay your people. Give them a financial safety net. Hire people as with benefits, full-time employees. America still has a ridiculous minimum wage. And then, I didn't even get to fucking Facebook and their bullshit. I mean, 50, I think the people walking off their job, the people at a tech people, I'm going to speak on now. There are 54 people who did a virtual walk-off at Facebook, you know, last week. And then so many people, as usually as it goes, like, fine, I'll take the job. You know, fire them. And then same as Amazon. Amazon did the walkout, uh, walkout last year. And then Google did the walkout also when Andy Rubin, the founder of Android, got the, what is it, the rainy day, what is it, the fucking golden parachute Lee packaged $90 million despite allegedly could not, you know, keep his hand and dick away from the co- female co-workers. I, I was like, dude, just shit is unjust. And then some of you may, might be fucking asking like, hey, so why don't you just get the 51% of the public shares out there? That's not how this fucking works either. You think I just buy 51% of the class B shares of Facebook and then I immediately have a voting power? No, that's not how these shares work either. Mark Zuckerberg has regardless like 66% controlling stake. So he can't change it. Rest of it is fucking public posturing. Snap Inc. Snapchat had the same thing after seeing how Facebook did this. Alphabet, the parent company of Google. It's Larry and Sergey's company. Regardless how many shares and percentage you pick up that's out in the stock market. It's utter bullshit. And companies like Google, Amazon, and Microsoft, and whatever, they kept selling all their shit, enabling police, enabling machine learning that's very dangerous, and not thinking about the societal impact, and just chugging along, just saying it's an engineering and economics. I, I, and tech workers, unfortunately, do not see this, because we happen to be Making minimum six digits with artificial money that you think you're safe. You know, like Facebook and Apple and, and all those Valley companies in California. It's like, oh, I make 300 total compensation, 400,000, 500,000. Good for you. But most of that is stock anyway, right? And to be honest, 1% is not 500,000. It's like 565,000 or some shit as a household income. So you're not a 1%. Stop going with your inflated fucking ego thinking that you are somehow better than the rest of them. And it pissed me off two weeks ago when Facebook had their town hall with their employees because Twitter just announced that, hey, they're going to go permanent remote work. And Facebook Zuckerberg asked the same question to Zuckerberg. He's like, hey, so are we when January 1st, 2021 comes in, are we able to work from home permanently? Well, and then Zuckerberg be- couldn't hold himself and became deadly honest. He said, well, if you move out of the Bay Area, Menlo Park area, and then go to wherever, we're going to have to dock your salary. 
And it's simple economics. I just go, yes, it is simple economics, but it's also fucking bullshit. And some of you were like, why? Why? It's economics. I just go, I I would I save more money leaving California. I was like, dude, you don't go to a major league baseball player like Robinson Cano or A Rod and be like, hey, hey, we're gonna trade you from the New York Yankees. You know, A Rod on the Yankees too. You're gonna we're gonna send your ass back to Texas Rangers, and Texas has no income tax and it's way more favorable. Living cost is cheaper in Arlington, Texas. We're gonna dock your pay. No! They keep their fucking salary. Are you shitting me, man? No. Just <laughs> and then people are just okay with this. I just go, you know, that threshold of people, the high skill tech workers making, let's say, hundred to a five hundred thousand total compensation. You're next on the fucking chopping block. You're still far away from these executives and people holding the share, with having a significant shares. To make a goddamn actual impact on the company. And it frustrates me. When Zuckerberg and all these people. Actually show the true color. Not fixing their shit. Not take the goddamn responsibility. And then just like encourage the bad behavior top down. Oh it's 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 you guys. I just go. What? Why? Why? And then I say we're going to cut your pay. I'll be fucking furious. Like, it's not like temporary, hey, we're going to defer your pay like I'm going through right now. No, we cut it permanently. Why would I want to work from there? And then people who say, I'm okay with getting my pay cut. See how long you truly last. You think you're going to last like uh, four years, even three years? How are you going to get promoted? I mean, how are you going to progress to the next one? If Facebook doesn't pay, do you think Uber is going to pay up then? They're going to cut pay too. They're going to, it's a monkey see, monkey do fucking society we're living in. You know? I just go, it, it's the utter human indolence, the habitual laziness that Jean-Jacques Rousseau, the old philosopher who had the thing about discourse and the origin of inequality and the social contract. It just like, you, you, you're just falling into the primitive human-animal habit here of not doing anything. It's like you're not noticing that there's a moral inequality at stake here. Hey, or you notice it, you just don't give a shit. It's like you just don't realize that you're going to get shafted five, ten years down the road. Yeah, just wait and then you get old and you get, you get past 40, 45. And you end up like the Japanese workers... And Korean workers during the Asian crisis and ended the fucking bull run in Japan in the 90s. The middle aged workers, the senior experienced people, when you hit 40, 50, we're gonna get fucking let go and we will never find the, any compensation close to it. And young people will get, continue to get hired and machines gonna probably replace you. I sound like the goddamn Dusty Rose Hard Times promo over here. You are next. Don't feel complacent. Don't be fucking complacent just because you're not working in a factory. You don't have a union, you know, representing you. Don't think you're any better. We are next. We're nobodies. Which is why everybody's fucking desperate. Looting, rioting, calling out the inequality that's evidently out there. And people are calling that shit out digitally too through Robinhood. Well, I'll do my option trading. I'll fucking day trade. There's no sports going on right now. So here's my fucking gambling. Just, just wake up and look after the long term here. 
So anyways, I'm gonna leave it there. That's all the hypocrisy and all that. I think I I went way longer than I wanted to go, but I wanted to get that out of my goddamn brain because it is ridiculous to me. All that corporate posturing and then the bullshit that people don't really see through. You want to fix this problem? The pitchforks are finally here. Go fix the income inequality problem and appropriately tax rest of the upper people up there. And don't be offended. You making $300,000 is somehow qualifies you to feel like a goddamn Warren Buffett. You aren't. You aren't even fucking five, six, seven, eight levels close to that executive firm if you work there. All right? I'm going to leave it there. Give me a fucking company. I can rant on it. Any single one of them. Other than Ben and Jerry's at the moment. <laughs> I can run down as much as possible as long as possible. So anyways, thanks for listening. Subscribe in the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and anything else. Pod thing you use. Spotify. The show is there. Uh, name me a company. I'll hate on it. AA-show at Outlook.com. AA-show at Outlook.com. I don't have Twitter and all that stuff. So you got to reach out to me on an email. And uh, have a great rest of the week. And then uh, we'll check out YouTube.